Hi again, everybody. This is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, different backgrounds, um, all doing really cool things in their space. And so we talk to CEOs, we talk to athletes, um, we talk to scientists, and we talk to influencers. And um, we we pull little bits away from all of those people that hopefully we can all, as as listeners, um, uh, take that away and apply it to our own lives. Um, today, I know we're going to be uh, going through some of that again as well. Um, really interesting guest, which we'll jump into in just a second. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you need to check them out. They're Impact Magazine. There uh, is that you'll be able to see the recent issue if you you check them out online right now. So you can find them on uh, Instagram, which will have the, the connection point um, off of our site as well. So you can see that. Um, and the other side would be just go to www.impactmagazine.ca um, and check them out for yourself. It's, uh, it's definitely worth it. Um, the other thing is uh, Epitome HR. They are a proven and innovative solution, uh, especially right now, to help address unique um, human resources um, challenges. Uh, a lot of the people who listen are are professionals or um, organizations that um, you know might need some additional help right now. Check them out. Um, you can go to www. Epitome, E-P-I-T-O-M-E-H-R.com. I know they have an assessment on there as well, so you can see what it is that uh, they offer and, and uh, what also uh, you might need at that time. So uh, so definitely check it out. Um, so really happy to uh, to have our guest today. Um, Maggie Shapanchik is a, she's a CrossFit athlete, an online coach, um, and is also, from what I understand, a, a full-time university student. So uh, lots of things kind of happening all at the same time. Um, she's originally from Poland but lives in the UK. Um, she's been involved in national and international competitions and has become a very well-followed fitness influencer um, and represents a number of active lifestyle brands, um, which is very cool. Uh, her studies, from what I understand, are in journalism. Um, and she, uh, because of that, she's also been featured uh, on platforms like uh, Box Rocks. Uh, so if you're a CrossFitter, you'd know that, BoxRocks.com. Um, but uh, again, th- you, you've got a bu- busy lifestyle right now, Maggie. So thank you very much for taking the time out today no problem (laughs) all right well why don't we start with i mean obviously um you're still young and and starting your career but you have um you've really kind of went into this this whole fitness and wellness part um done that i guess relatively recently so why don't you tell us a little bit about your path to to kind of where you are today um how did how did you get into that stream and and um get to where you are right now Oh gosh, that's uh, actually quite a long story. So um, I've been active all my life. So my, my dad actually, uh, he was a two times Poland champion in karate. And from that, I kind of grew up with that sporting mindset where I had to achieve something, I want to say. Yeah. Um, so when we came to the UK, I found track and field and I started doing track and field. And that kind of set me up for that competitive um, kind of future that I've got now. Um, I competed for about seven years in track and field, never really got any further than like uh, national competitions in the UK, but I wasn't the best, if that makes sense. Yeah. And when I was in school, um, there was a, a, a British weightlifting coach who taught Olympic weightlifting. And I was like, wow, that is so awesome. I want to try that. So for a good three months, I was learning a technique and everything for a clean and jerk or a snatch. And I said to my mom, I was like, mom, I see myself doing this. I want to do this for the rest of my life. That's it. 
um, that's the, the that's the sport I've been looking for. And with training, as, as I um, as the years went on, because I, I did it for about three years, I was like, well, there's something missing. There's another little part missing. And we were on holiday. Me and my dad were kind of just a little bit bored in the evening, trying to do something. And we sat in the reception looking for a video to watch on YouTube. And yeah. then it popped up the CrossFit Games. We're like, wow, hmm, what's that? That's interesting. Let's have a look. And it was, I think it was the last year Rich Roning was competing. So that was pretty interesting as well to watch him compete. Um, we were like amazed all of a sudden. We're like, that sport is so cool. Let's yeah. try it. So we promised, uh, promised ourselves that when we get back home from holiday, we're going to go to a CrossFit gym, take a look at it, see what CrossFit is all about, because we didn't really know much. So we joined a CrossFit gym called CrossFit Wolverhampton, and we, we fell in love with it. We basically fell in love with it. And yeah. I said to my dad, I was like, right, I'm going to leave weightlifting. I want to do this now. This yeah. is it. And I think I'm going to stick to it because it had everything that I wanted to do. So I've never really had that gymnastics uh, background that most athletes do in CrossFit. But I was like, I've got a bit of weightlifting under my belt. I can do this. I've got a bit of running under my belt. I, w I want to try this. And I've been doing it ever since. Had an injury, um, had a one-year break. So that kind of yeah. put me back a little bit with training. And um, through that, I kind of, I realized that I've got that competitiveness in me and I want to do it. I, like, I, I never want to give that up. So I just continued doing CrossFit. Yeah. And um, when I was finishing school, um, I was looking for things to do. And something like volunteering at the, at the regionals popped up. And I was like, hmm, okay, that's interesting. Why don't I do that? So I volunteered for the first year and it was amazing. Oh. Um, absolutely loved it. Um, I got to go to Madrid, um, volunteer uh, as a uh, broadcast assistant. Mm -hmm. And from then I was invited to go, go back every year. But after that first year, I, I said to my mom, I was like, I want to do something that's to do with broadcast, that's to do with journalism. But I don't want to be behind the camera. I want to be in front of the camera. So that kind of got me onto that pathway of, I'm going to study journalism at university. And from that, my Instagram started developing as well because I had a bit of a media background and I enjoyed training. So I've kind of just put the two together. Instagram just started like developing with more and more followers every week. I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty easy. I never thought it would be that easy, especially <laughs> because I trained weightlifting and um, did other things. I was like, wow, a lot of people really struggle, get, struggle getting followers. And all I'm doing is posting some training videos and training photos. And I'm enjoying this. Wow. That's, yeah. Why don't and, I just run it together? <laughs> well, and, and because of that, I, I've seen, you know, you've, you started getting, um, you know, different kind of relationships and brand relationships with um, organizations, you know, whether it's, uh, um, you know, different fitness lifestyle kind of companies um did that did that just come naturally is that something you go out and do or how did how does that work how do you start to make those connections oh gosh when it comes to connections um i think i've only ever messaged one brand so yeah. i messaged born primitive when i knew they were coming from the u.s yeah. to the uk market and i was like right i want to be one of the first athletes that they have in the uk because i love the brand i love the clothes 
I think that's cool. So I gave them a message. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, Maggie, we'd love to have you on board. And that's kind of how it started. But um, as the months went on, I started getting more um, sponsorship opportunities. So I'm, I'm sponsored by Barbell Cartel. Um, I think I got sponsored by them last year around May time, if I'm right, um, May, June time. But I was like, wow, yeah, that's cool. I love the clothes. That's another American brand I absolutely love. Um, then I got another sponsorship, which is quite a big one. And this one's actually from Poland. Mm-hmm. So um, Olive Nutrition is a, is a brand that I've been looking um, forward to, oh my gosh, ever since I was little. It's always been on the market. It's always been on the news in Poland. And with my parents still watching Polish TV at home, it's yeah. still on the news. And I, like, when, I, when, they, when I received that opportunity, I said, oh my God, that's, like, that's my dream come true. When I received my first parcel of the, of the stuff, I was like, I can't believe this. It, it actually <laughs> happened. Yeah. Like, you know, I came from, I want to say being a nobody to getting all this uh, sponsorship opportunities that I've never really imagined. And I, they kind of just developed, but it, it kind of developed from one brand to the next to the next. And the more brands you see, like you posting on Instagram or other social media platforms, then the more keen they are to, to sign contracts with you, sure. um, especially with, with the stuff that you put on. So if you do podcasts, that's amazing. If you do a good podcast, more brands will want to sign you on. Yeah. Same with clothes. If you can take good pictures, they don't have to be like amazing, like um, let's, let's say photo model kind of um, photos. If you take a good picture in the mirror and someone notices it, like um, you're following and wants to buy the stuff, that's another contract in the bag because more brands will want to sign you on when they see that you have like active engagement. Yep. And and so you've obviously found that um, your journalism background has, uh, because it's journalism, but it's also marketing and you've, you've kind of combined the two of those. Do you find that that has really um, given you a leg up over other people that are trying to figure this out as they go? Um, Maybe a little bit. Um, it's really hard to say because I do speak to, to other influencers. I hate the word, by the way. I hate the yeah. word influence because it's such a strange word. I'm, I'm just, a, a, I want to say, a random person who likes posting things on Instagram. But either way, uh, I do speak to other influencers and um, I always ask them, like, how, how did you get where you are? What, what, what do you do and um, what sets you up for this? And this is literally people who are just one day decided, I want to do something in this field and kind of become a known name. Some of them kind of just randomly happen. Some of them are athletes. Some of them are models. Um, For me, it it definitely helped a little bit mixing journalism with marketing um, because I had that background knowledge of I can talk to people, I can talk to audiences, and I can, I don't want to say sell things because I've never been much of a seller, but um, I was always able to engage with people. And I love talking. I love talking. I love communicating with people. So um, it's kind of just set me up for Instagram, I guess. And uh, I'm I'm in my final year at the moment. And both of them have kind of complemented each other. So studying journalism has complemented my Instagram. And Instagram has actually complemented my my journalism course because I can always get people to talk to me. I can, um, I can just send someone a message like a, a big athlete um, and ask them to, to do an interview with them. And they're always keen to do it. So you kind of just 
balances it, it, it like itself out really nicely. Well, and and so you've you've said you're getting to the end of kind of your your university part of your career, I guess. Um, how do you approach goal setting moving forward? Like, what is that something that you do? Um, you know, some people are very um, regimented about it. They have very specific goals by time periods and all that kind of stuff. Others wing it a little bit more. What what's your approach to goal setting? Oh gosh, goal setting. I'm a very spontaneous person. So uh, with goal setting, it's kind of hard for me, but I do set myself little goals like, right, this year I want to do this competition and I want to achieve this at that competition. So last year, my goal was to compete at the European Championships because I felt to, um, to get into that competition for about three years running. And I was always upset. I was like, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. And then last year I finally got in. I didn't place very well. I was just happy to be there, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, some of the athletes were amazing, like <laughs> top athletes. So I was just like, I, I was just sitting there like, oh my God, I'm here, I'm here, hi. <laughs> um, but generally, that was my little goal. I was like, right, last year I got in. And this year, if obviously competitions happen, which might be, might not happen because of coronavirus. Yeah. But if it does end up happening, I definitely don't just want to get in. I want to actually fight for a spot on the, on the podium. If not podium, then, you know, top 10, because why yeah. not? Those yeah. are just little goals. Um, when it comes to bigger goals, like university goals, obviously finish my dissertation, uh, finish the year, and then I, I will probably end up sticking to being an online coach and a personal trainer for a while and um, kind of go into doing my master's degree. I'm not sure how they, they do it in, in the States, but... Um, in the UK, you do a bachelor's degree and then a master's degree and yep, then your uh, PhD. Yeah. Um, so I want to do my master's degree and I, I still haven't decided why I want to do that. Yet. But that's another little goal. So finish university, start another course. Um, but that little goal in between there is actually finish my dissertation at the best possible grade I can get. Um, when it comes to actual goal setting, I like to write the, my little goals down mm -hmm. and just tick them off the list as I go. Yep. I normally put them in my, in my diary where I put absolutely everything. So my whole schedule is in that. And I will write my goal next to whatever day it is. Be like, right, I want to achieve this by the end of the week. I can do this. Even though my spontaneity comes um, as a part of me <laughs> in my schedule, Sometimes that ticking off the stuff on the list does not happen, but <laughs> that's a best intentions. Thing. Yeah. Best intentions. At least it was in the diary. Yeah. But I do end up achieving those little goals um, at some point along the line. Um, like reading a book, for example. I mean, that's a little goal, but um, if you set yourself a goal, right, by the end of this month, I will read a book. You kind of have to do it because it, it's there. Um, and you will feel really bad for not doing it if it, kind of carries on onto the next month and the next month and that's happened to me before and yeah. I hated it I was like oh my gosh I don't feel like myself so <laughs> it's your own self-pressure to do it in, in some ways exactly. yeah. uh, how do you um because if you're you're trying to you know you have a pretty lofty kind of athletic goals plus you have all of those other things and schooling is is pretty heavy too um how do you find uh how do you find balance yourself or how do you balance those things at times where um you know if you're getting ready for a crossfit open at the same time as having to do some pretty heavy school work how does that all mesh together for you 
Um, it's about prioritizing, in my opinion. So when it comes to, like we mentioned, the Open, um, like this year I decided I'm not going to do the Open just because it's my final year. I need to get my dissertation done. And there's other like modules in my university year that I need to get done. So um, I, it, it was a hard decision. So I was like, right, I don't want to give up the Open, but I will have to. So it's about prioritizing and seeing what you actually want to want to do and want to achieve that year or month or whatever. Yeah. Um, so balancing university and training can be hard sometimes for me. Um, but I will always put my education first, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, that, that's way more important for me than getting like, ready for a, for a competition. Because even though I'm very competitive, I, I don't mind if I come like a, a space lower on the leaderboard. Um, because I will know for a fact that I've put the effort into my university. That kind of brought me up. So I don't mind the other part of my life going down a little bit because I know I can, um, I can kind of get to it afterwards once university's finished. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's, it is all about prioritization and, and uh, uh, the priorities change depending on what's happening at any one time. Even, even priorities change right now because of coronavirus, right? Uh, for some people that exactly. it changes what you can do and what you want to do. Um, uh, do you have, I mean, you've, you've mentioned, you've, you've interviewed, you know, big people. You also probably have um, people that you kind of are modeling yourself after. Do you have um, a, a person or people that you find as kind of that inspiration for you or, or real kind of mentors for you? Um, there's a few people actually. So um, there's smaller and bigger names, obviously. Yeah. Um, obviously let's start with my, my parents. I will always model after them, let's say. Uh, my mom has always been a big inspiration. My dad, even bigger inspiration when it comes to the CrossFit world and general training and you know, achieving something. I mean, two times Poland's champion in karate, you know, that's really hard to beat. <laughs> um, but um, in, in general, um, there's names like uh, Tricky Ricky, Richard Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's what I call a, a treasure chest of knowledge. Um, anything you want to know, he, he will tell you about it. Um, when I had a problem with my ring muscle-ups, for example, that's the first person I went to. I was like, look, Tricky, I, I'm struggling with this. Can you help? And he gave me like a whole lecture on how I should do my muscle-ups with evaluation and everything, analysis of how I'm doing it. Um, so that's one person I definitely look, uh, look yeah. up to. Um, then there's, there's big names in, in CrossFit, like, um, you've got Danny Spiegel, amazing athlete. Um, her presence on Instagram. I absolutely love her. She's like a bundle of joy. Um, same with uh, Tia Toomey, massive name. And she, I never got to meet her, um, like speak to her. I got to meet her in person at the CrossFit games, but I never really got to speak to her properly, but she, she's such a lovely person. And you know, such an ad, like admirable person that you can look up to. Um, other people that, oh my gosh, there's so many names, but I will definitely stick to my parents being the main inspiration for me and biggest role models. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. And uh, especially considering the, they cross over in both, you know, in, inspiring you in, in kind of day to day, but also because of their athletic pursuits, like with your dad and everything too. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, how about, um, 
this year i mean you you've talked a little bit about okay here, here's what i'm planning to do this year um you know you're at a point where things will probably change a whole lot in your life in a pretty short period of time do you have things that this year i, I know it's it's probably even a little diff, different there i mean i'm in canada things are pretty locked down right now um how um how do you see this year kind of shaking out for you or is it pretty hard to tell right now Oh, uh, good question. <laughs> um, it's, it's really hard to say how everything will kind of pan out. So I'm registered for the European Championships. Mm -hmm. We'll see how that goes, if it even happens, because um, most competitions will probably not end up happening this year. Yeah. Um, with lockdown, my training hasn't been the best. Um, it's, it really does depend on the weather as well, because I don't have a garage. So getting all the equipment out, you just kind of have to wait for a weather that's nice. Yeah. thing in England, it doesn't always happen. So you're kind of having to change your training. Okay, right, today I can do this indoor and then I can do that part outside. So your training is really a mess. And then thinking about a competition that might come up at some point during the year, it's, it's a little bit chaotic and um, it's really hard to prepare for anything. But um, if the competition happens, then it happens. Yeah. When it comes to university, um, then that's probably the part I can focus on the most, get that finished. Um, and it is different with, with like the UK being in lockdown again for the third time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, because all the lessons are online. You can't really um, get people for interviews that much because mm -hmm. they're either working on Zoom. Yeah. Um, so you're asking them, right, let's do an interview on Zoom. But like, oh my God, not again. <laughs> um, but it is kind of difficult, especially when it comes to journalism. And um, yeah. my dissertation is all about uh, travel writing and I'm doing a travel magazine um, because that's another <laughs> part, part of me that, um, that like traveling, that's kind of what I'm all about as well, outside of training and uh, outside of university. Yeah. Um, I love visiting new places and traveling to different, um, different uh, areas of the world. So saying that there's a lockdown, yeah. I don't want to travel. I have to travel for university. It's a bit of a, huh, okay, right. I, I will just sit here and relax while we have a lockdown and then just see how things work out and hopefully I can do something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think, this happened to most people where their life is just kind of on pause at the moment and they're trying to get through it, but like everyone's getting through it differently. I'm kind of just, I want to say I'm sliding along. Yeah. Yeah. And I think most people are, and it's just trying to, um, I, I think it's went on longer than people expected. So it's just now starting to get where people are, are, uh, you know, a little more stir crazy than they were in the first one. So, um, but everybody's dealing with the exact same thing. So, you know, at some point we'll, uh, we'll hopefully be able to travel and do those fun things again too. So, um, so if uh, maybe because of your background and what you've done in the last little while, um, we always ask um, people that, uh, that we bring on the show a, a, a couple of kind of actionable items that if somebody's listening, they could kind of take away at, at the end of the interview. And one of those things would be um, if there's somebody who's thinking, you know what, I really would like to try to do something similar where I take what I have a passion for, whether it's fitness or whether it's traveling or whatever, whatever those things are, and really kind of build a community around it. Um, you know, it's something you've done really, really well. Do you have, you know, two or three things that you think that somebody could do to, to get themselves along that path? 
Uh, right. What really helped me um, was just posting um, things that I do on a daily basis, training, uh, university, and just kind of putting it out there. Um, not really focusing on, oh my God, people like this content. Just completely throw it out there. Whatever you want, uh, whatever is your passion, just, just go for it, post it. Um, also, just, just be yourself with it. Um, I kind of, I, I like to pride myself in the fact that I'm completely myself on Instagram and I want people to know me for who I am rather than a person that's, I want to say an influencer because I had already like people come up to me and be like, oh, you're such an influencer. Like, oh, you got, you got there because you're really good at social media. Not really. That's, that's not the point. No, I'm, I'm just completely myself. A girl who likes posting training videos and just putting their content out there. And if people like it, they like it. Um, and there's always people who will follow the content or your passions or your hobbies, the same as you. Um, so you don't really have to kind of go out looking for who will, who will look like my content. Yeah. There's a lot of people in CrossFit. I put out CrossFit content. You know, if, if you like arts and crafts, I'm sure there's a bunch of people who are like arts and crafts. Just put your content out there. Be yourself about it. Um, what else? Um, um, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, the way you post things as well. Um, just try, maybe not try and keep it professional because there's a lot of people who use professional cameras and everything and, yeah. you know, um, think I need to have, best equipment i need to have this i need to have that best microphone for like podcasting that's not the case you don't you really don't need anything yeah. um i use my phone and i've used my phone for ages you know um you, you don't need like a special camera to take pictures of um stuff for your sponsors if you can take a good quality picture with your phone that's all that matters even if it's like a mirror picture everyone will love it if it's, if it's a good picture and like I said, just be authentic about it, be yourself, be real, um, show your day-to-day -day life. I mean, I don't mind being goofy on, on Instagram. I don't mind being my silly self and being super talkative, even though I don't talk much on Instagram, which I <laughs> change a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, it's all about equipment as well. You don't need special equipment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and, and that stuff, will come later on you don't need that exactly. stuff early on right and and uh you know there are lots of people that are examples of that too so um so how do people if they they want to follow you if they aren't already i'm sure lots of people listening already are but if they aren't how, how, what's the best way to be able to do that um so my instagram is maggie stefanjic i know longest last name <laughs> if you type in maggie i should should be on instagram yeah um but i can be followed on instagram um i'm planning on starting a youtube as well so that will get me talking to everyone um but that will be announced on my instagram at some point in the next few months it's just cool. a bit of a chaos with training and university at the moment so it's coming don't worry <laughs> um but yeah they they can find me on instagram and Great. if they ever have a problem yeah um or just generally want to chat because i'm always up for chatting if you send me a message um, I try to reply to everyone on Instagram, so 
Awesome. Well, and what we'll do is we'll we'll put it in the show notes as well, so people can uh, can just kind of uh, go through that through that as well if they're uh, they haven't been able to find uh, the link. Um, you know, thank you first of all, and anybody who is listening, if you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast button, make sure you do that right now. We um, every week have great guests just like Maggie. Um, but again, um, uh, you know, thank you very much for for joining us. This has been great, and uh, I think there's lots of people who are going to take some really cool things away from uh, from today and and it sounds like you've got a, a busy exciting next little while so um so good luck with that and and thanks again well, thank you it was nice to see you nice to be on the podcast yeah well thank you very much and uh, uh everybody if you haven't uh, checked as well go to our website which is www.bigideabigmoves.com uh the podcast is on there but there's lots of stuff like merch and uh and actually some cool enrichment stuff as well that some of the books from some of our guests and things like that i know maggie mentioned uh tia Toomey, and uh we've we've had uh, uh tia on the show and a bunch of others as well so um so feel free to listen to some of the the past episodes as well and we will talk to everybody again on big idea big moves Thank you.